G'day guys, this is uh, Paul Sirenin and you're listening to Talking With TK. Talking with TK, I'm your host Tristan Cannell, episode 95, and we've got one of the legends of the NRL and the Balmain Tigers in Ciro, Paul Sirenen. If you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you know, Ciro was one of our absolute heroes. His play, whether for Balmain, Australia, or for the New South Wales Blues, was just, you know, so inspirational to watch. He's such a massive man. He along with guys like Bradley Clyde, really just set a new trend for how the back rowers really played the game. Ciro could either play in the front row or the back row, but loved watching him play. His record speaks for itself. 247 first-grade games for the Balmain Tigers, 14 state of origins, and 23 test matches for Australia. Kangaroo Tours, loved watching him on those, and he's just an absolute legend of a guy. It was great meeting him in person. Absolute massive man as well. I'm only small, but... Yeah, he's an absolute giant. So big thanks to Ciro for stopping by for today's episode. We're going to get lots of insights into the recent State of Origin camp. He was one of he was in the camp with Freddie Fittler and the boys, so it's going to be great to get a few insights there. And then he'll run us through plenty of stories from his fantastic career. Before Paul comes on the show, just remember you can subscribe for free to the podcast. You can do it via either iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts or Google Play or some other great apps include Overcast, Stitcher, Pocket Casts or I've got it all conveniently online at www.talkingwithtk.com. Please subscribe and rate the show. It really helps me continue to grow in all the rankings. If you want to get in touch with me, please send me an email, Tristan at talkingwithtk.com. would love to hear any of your guest requests or your suggestions for the show. You can connect with me on my social medias as well. Facebook, I'm at Talking with TK. That's the same on Twitter, or you can find me on Instagram at Tristan Nell. All right, guys, excited for this episode, and I introduce Ciro, Paul Sirenen. All right, guys, my special guest today is the legend Paul Sirenen. Ciro is a legend, which includes 247 first grade games for the Balmain Tigers. He's played 14 State of Origins and 23 Test Matches for Australia. Welcome to the podcast. See you right. Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah nice, to, uh, nice to join you. Thanks for coming on, mate. First things first, you know, congratulations, because you're obviously part of the New South Wales coaching uh, this year. And not quite coaching, mate, but uh, but involved with the staff, mate. My, my role is just to, I guess, sort of, uh, I don't know what they call it, logistics, mate, whatever, mate, yeah. but I get everything, everything ready to go for the boys and the, and, and, and the, and the, the staff, mate, so everything's ready to set up start training or, or whatnot and sort of pack it up and clean up and mm. help out where I can, mate, and just, just make everything as seamless and uh, easy, you know, for, for, the, for the team as possible. So um, it was great to be part of it, mate. I haven't um, been involved with Origin, not the, the, the big boys. I've, I've done some stuff for the Pathways program the last few years with Freddie and, and Betsy, but, yep. yeah, I mean, all, all three of us have sort of gone up and graduated to the... The top squad, mate, and it's been very enjoyable. I think you've been very humble. I think your presence amongst all the boys, <laughs> given what you've done, yeah, would have no, really rubbed off on some of the boys. Oh, I'm not sure you, about that, mate. But um, you know, you mentioned yeah. that. So you were involved with city, city country as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so last last four years, city country with Freddie. Yeah, he's uh, he's at the city side, and 
a lot of the stuff he's had from City is, is sort of you know it's been translated into the into the Origin and a lot of players who have played Origin this year have come through that City side too. So it, it's it's not new to him, Freddie's ways, and yep. you know, he's a bit quirky with a few things, mate. But uh, but by and large, he's a good bloke, and they want to play for him. That's that's half the battle with the coach, mate. You surround yourself with good people, and uh, the players respond to that. Yeah, Paul, is it kind of old school, like taking yourself back to kind of the early nineties? Compared to what Freddie's done now, we heard like they were banning phones in the in the camp and things like that. Players got to actually bond with each other. Yeah, Did you I, notice the kind of kind of being old school? That's that's well, I don't know about old school, mate. But yes, it, it, it's good that you know you see a lot of footy clubs, mate. The players all sit around with their heads on their bloody phones. Yeah. Mate. it's terrible, you know. And then they should be interacting and talking, mate. That's how you establish relationships and, and trust is a big thing. So. So there's times where they get access to their phones, and there's other times where Freddie says, "Right, if you come down in a team environment, no phones," which mm. is which is great. Yeah, what's Freddie like as a coach? Because you know we've, we know he's got Brandy as his assistant, obviously Bedsy. Does Joey also come in for a yeah, bit of attacking he, coaching he, he, as he well? Does, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's a it's a combination of all all, all, all the guys, all their input, mate. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Luke Phillips as well. Oh, he comes Luke, in as well. Yeah, yeah. So Luke's a former referee, and he yeah. adds a different different point of view too but it's a it's a real team effort mate but I mean ultimately it, it, it's it's Freddie who's got to address the side and get them ready ready to go mate all the, all the back of house stuff done by by Bedsy Joey Brandy's a bit of a mentor for, 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 for Freddie but he'll he'll speak to individual players mate so it's uh, it's been a real real team effort before game one you know with so many deputants what was it like 12 11 yeah. 11 yeah. so what was the kind of feeling like before the boys went out mate it was a Expectation we're going to go well. I mean, yeah. Queens, let's be honest, Queensland had a very disrupted preparation, mate. They, they had uh, Billy, you know, Cameron Smith retired a couple of weeks before they announced Queensland. Mm. Slater pulled out a few days before with a hamstring and the gagai, you know, compound dislocation uh, day before the game. So there's a few little headaches, mate, but look at saying that, we, we'd have to worry about ourselves. That, that, and that was a good thing. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't that real intensive sort of build up. Which has happened before in Origin. Blokes have played the game in their minds, you know, days before they've actually taken the field. So it was real relaxed. And when they walked in, mate, I was over in the shed setting up. And when they walked in game one, yeah. you just see in their eyes that they were ready to go, mate. You, you get a sense of uh, how a side's tracking and feeling, and you know, and, and they were ready to go. Yeah, game two. Is it true that Freddie and the team and yourselves? You all walked over from the hotel. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they walked cool. over. Yeah, no, well, they do the same in Melbourne, mate. Yeah, yeah. just because you rather than sit on a bus for, you know, it's a it's a eight minute walk or something rather. Um, rather than do that, mate, they they jumped in the bus and I, I was obviously I was in the sheds already setting up, so yeah. I, I didn't didn't take part in the walk. But from what I gather, mate, the the, the walk from from the Pullman in Sydney Homebush across there, they walked. To the stadium, the downstairs, jumped in a golf cart around. Yeah, nice. Uh, that was just it was fantastic, mate. The, the crowd, you know, the crowd all stood and cheered and applauded and, you know, patch on the back of the way over, mate. It's, it's a little bit yeah. old school when we used to... Do you uh, used to walk in? Well, yeah, mate. Well, well, yeah. We're not... But Origin, probably not, but, uh, mate, old, big games even. You'd have to find your own parking and, you know, you'd park and walk, you know, two k's to get to the bloody ground, mate. You in the pay. old days. And, <laughs> well, I'm not... <laughs> Depends where you're playing, but I guess you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that, yeah, so, so, so they got a real sense of the atmosphere and everything, and you know they, they kind of fed off that energy too the, from the crowd, mate, which was great. Yeah, it must have been that. It's a way different feeling to actually walk in and actually expose 
be exposed to all this crowd before because, yeah. like you said, especially at the, um, the stadium at ANZ, because mm. they usually go underground, right? They do, they do, and, and they the boys get out and you know walk out, walk on the sideline and get a feel for everything, you know. But they, the warm ups inside and everything's inside. By the time you run out, you know, goes from twenty five, thirty thousand to eighty, eighty odd thousand, mate. So it's a big difference. So, but uh, no, mate, they, they were. Um, they're ready, mate. They're ready to go, and it was, as I said, mate, fairly relaxed. Even for game two, it was quite a relaxed build-up. But mm. um, yeah, I got to say, I was after the first fifteen twenty minutes, I was a bit nervous, mate. We're down ten nil, and Queensland looked very, very good. Billy Slater was, you it know, was vintage, every, yeah, he was, he was outstanding, mate, for a guy who hadn't played for six weeks. But uh, mate, to our credit, responded and got back on the got back in the fight, and you know, led at half time and hung on, hung yeah. on the end, mate, and then when. Jimmy Roberts for Simbin, we uh, we had to hang on. Tough to do. Ciro, you know, you played a lot of your, your footy in the middle being a big bloke. How did you see Callum Ponga, who's only a small bloke, and he's literally played 55 minutes in the middle. Were you yeah. guys surprised how good he was in the middle? Mate, I was, yeah, personally. I thought, I mean, the amount of tackling, he, but early on it was funny, I, I saw bits and pieces of the game. I, you know, I was, you know, when, when you were from the sideline, you'd, but, but Ponga, you know, he, he, he went hard early, mate. He tried to make three yeah. and four tackles in a row and you know had some carries and then you know we had that when he split us there in the second half you know it was boy oh boy yeah we're all man we're all shooting ourselves there that's right but uh but towards the end of the game mate he, he did get bumped off a few tackles he was yeah. he was gassed mate but uh what a great effort from a kid what is he 19 20 or yeah i think he's 20 years old 20 oh wow he's got plenty and of he, growing to do too mate he, he, he's just yeah he's gonna be a He's going to be a thorn in New South Wales side for you know, the next 10, 12 years, mate. But, uh, mate, he, uh, he really you know, did, himself, did himself proud mate, with his performance. Oh, big time. Are you surprised they went away from... When Jimmy Roberts got put in the sin bin, mm. they kind of went away from what was working, didn't they? When They, they kind of had Inglis and Holmes working really well for yeah, the majority of the night. Yeah, they did, mate. They did. But we, you know, I, I think some of our defensive decisions, mate, were, were really good. You know, mm. you know, after we lost it, t- Tom, Tom Travojevic... Turbo first half was sort of backpedalling in defence, you know, and, and and a couple of things, mate. Um, he's a big winger. Yeah, isn't he's he? a he's a monster, mate. Yeah, but uh, he decided to run and jam in, you know, yeah. up and in defence, which shut him down a couple of times, mate. He makes a good tackle. So did Latrell. Latrell yeah. shut I mean, down Munster. Peach, Peach been out there too. Peach come on with about legs. yeah. Well, he come on with ten to go, mate. Again with Roberts in the in the, in the sim bid, mate. Yeah. But uh, we lost Boyd Cordner with a concussion and. But, uh, yeah, they, as I said, I got the job done, which was great. Yeah, Ciro. Now, t- turning back to you, origin story for Paul Ciro, it? Now, where, you were born in North Sydney, right? Uh-huh. Where did you grow up? North Ride. North Ride. Because yeah, uh, your first team was Gladesville, right? Gladesville Bowling and Sports, mate, yeah. It played um, like a lot of kids, mate. Got, you know, short on numbers, got dragged along. And uh, as a seven-year-old, mate, with a, with, a, with a mate of mine, and, you know, fell in love with the game, mate. So, you know. Were and, you any uh, good at the start? Uh well, mate, like most young kids, mate, I ran ran the wrong way and tackled my own teammates and <laughs> did all that stupid stuff. But mate, uh, back in the day, there was no mini or mod football. It was all th- thirteen aside, full size football. Full field. Yeah, yeah, full field, mate. Back in the seventies, so really? yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the game's been modified to, to make it better for kids. You know, a long time ago, but not when I started in seventy two or seventy three was my first year. Yeah, so, but. Um, yeah, so they changed the size of the field, obviously, and lots of other things. So, um, but mate, I, I loved it. No, I, I, I did, mate. And I was a, a big kid, you know, tall and tall and lanky, and I could run a bit. So, yeah. Well, what yeah. is that kind of height? Because your kids obviously are, are big boys as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the the old man. The old man's 
old man's family in, back in Finland, mate. He had a couple of taller brothers, but dad, dad wasn't a big man, but yeah, a couple of uncles, mate. I just, you know. Was he born in Finland? Yeah, dad was, yeah. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he's um, had a bit of a grass spurt at probably 17, mate. I shot up about four inches. So, there you go. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Have you been to Finland? No, wait, I'm, I'm going. I'm, oh, yeah. going, I'm going, would you believe I'm going in about a month's time? Perfect. Yeah. Nice yeah, summer so, over there too. Yeah, it What's will the be. bike over there? It will be, yeah. No, it'll be summertime, mate. They have the the sun stays out till two AM in the morning and goes down for a few hours and comes back up. So it'll be it'll be a bit different, but it'll be nice to go and visit the, the dad's homeland, mate. He, unfortunately I lost him lost him a couple of months ago. I'm sorry to hear that, Paul. Yeah, but um no so yeah, I mean we we'd planned to go together, mate, but it just didn't happen, mate. But uh, I'm going with my wife, so We'll uh, we'll cherish that, mate. And go and visit all the. We've got, got a lot of relatives yeah. scattered through the through Finland, mate. So we'll, we'll go and go and touch base with a few of them. No, it'll be great to yeah. see where he grew up and yeah, all that sort be. of stuff. It will be. I did a couple because my parents are from Mauritius, uh-huh. and we went back about three years ago. Uh-huh. And dad and mum hadn't been back since they left, well, so yeah. it was good just to kind of see like where they grew up, reconnect, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. everything. So I think you really really enjoy yeah. it. Well, we will, mate. Well, dad's you know he's from up. From a, a big farm farming area in central yeah. Finland, mate. So, um, which is not far from the Russian border, actually. So, yeah. So he didn't, you know, didn't talk a great deal about it when he was a young fella. But um, no, as I said, we'll get into Helsinki, you know, a couple of days there, then travel up north, and there's some, yeah, lots nice. of relatives all around, still around the area where dad, dad was, you know, born and raised. He's one of eight kids, so. Beers. Lots of yeah, well, vodkas or beer, whatever they drink out there. Mate. They, they do enjoy drinking the fence, mate. So I'll be right at home. <laughs> now, Ciro, when did you start kind of progressing in, in the league? What age did you kind of want to maybe have a good crack? Um, I don't have a crack, mate. I, I made some junior rep side. You know, I made some rep teams as a 10, 12 year old, some school teams. Yeah, were you Played, a Tigers fan, uh, mate? I, I wasn't really. I didn't didn't really didn't sort of. Get the gist that I was in the Balmain district till yeah. I was, you know, about 12, 11 or 12. You know, you said I played my first rep team under 11s, Balmain. Um, but then, boy, yeah, and I was a bit of a Roosters Manly fan growing up. And by the time I was about 13, 14, I'd sort of started to come around and mm. turn into a Tigers man, mate. So I realised what was going on. So Who was your guy, like Bob Folden or something? Bozo, Arthur Bootson. Beatson, yeah, uh, Beatson awesome. was for the Roosters, yeah. Terry Randall played for Manly, yeah, he was one of my favourites growing up. Um, but there's a few blokes here, mate. But um, no, I, as I said, mate, I, I, I soon sort of, you know, I realised at four, as I said, about fourteen, mate, something around that age. I, you know, so I better drop those sides and f- follow my local team and yeah. you know, get behind them, mate. And I, a couple of years later, played played um, SG Ball. Then was under 16s yep. and Jersey flag under 18s, and we won a won a premiership. Um, 82, 82, my first year of fleet, uh, fleet. Yep. Yeah, so that was good, mate. But a start started yeah. uh, Cronulla's side. Cronulla had the likes of Andrew Eddinghausen and they? Barry Russell and a few blokes. Yeah. More, what more about the Tigers? Um, yeah, we, we had a lot of blokes that went on to play great. You know, Paul Clark, mm. uh, Paul Bevan, um, Ron Ryan. Um, was Benny before you? Benny's a couple of years older, mate. Yeah. So he it, it, it already come through come through the Balmain grades, him and Blocker. Yeah. Because so, yeah, you all went to Holy Cross too, right? Yeah, but I was again a few years behind them. So yeah. Benny had left Benny and, and Brett Gale and that sort of blokes had, had all gone through. I went to school with Scott. I went with Scotty, rest of his soul. I yeah. had a year there with him and we made a, a Commonwealth Bank Cup final. Did you? Yeah, we did mate. We got beat by Fairfield Pats who had Oh, very Alexander, Alexander, Greg Alexander, and Paul Langmack. So, <laughs> Does he remind you? Yeah, oh, of 
course, Lang Lang never shuts up, mate. Brandy's very humble about things, but Lang is in, mate. So, but but uh, no, it was good, but it was a good good grounding, mate. Played a bit of schoolboy football, you know, rep sides, the Catholic yeah. schoolboys, and kind of launched my career from there. But you got picked up American football over in Hawaii. How did that kind mm-hmm. of. Did that derail you for like a year? Like, how'd you kind of oh, switching sports? How did that kind of go? I think it, it helped me, mate. I, I went over there and lifted weights and yeah. got really got a lot bigger and a lot stronger. And so, so you'd never done weights before. Oh, man, I had, but not not like, seriously. Yeah, but well, you know, I mean, the league league theory was heavy weights were no good for you, mate. Back in the the early eighties, so mm. little did they know, mate. All the power stuff I was doing over there, power cleans, and got bigger and strong. Come home and played sort of four or five games. During the summer vacation, summer break, yeah, come back back into Australia and and then uh, played reserve grade and you know was fairly you know fairly competitive and I was you know sort of ragdoll and a few blokes in second grade and and uh, I kind of realised then that you know I wanted to come back home so um, which I did at the end of '84 and you know at signed with the Tigers so '85 mainly I cut my teeth playing third grade second grade yeah. And got a couple of run-ons late in the year, you know, on the first grade, mm-hmm. but uh, debuted early the, the following year. Yeah, it was against Parramatta, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, round two and eighty-six, mate. So. And they were the premiership winners that year as well. They were, so. mate. It was their last last premiership, but they they had a great side, you know, Cronin, yeah. Cronin, Price, Sterling, Ella, Kenny, you know, was it Guru? But uh, yeah, the underrated pack Parramatta had, but uh, Paul Mears and Steve Sharp, that sort of blokes. But um, yeah, no, it was. Um, a very good side, mate. So, uh, but you know, in saying that, I came into a great Balmain side too. Yeah. You know, Benny and Block and you know, Wayne Pierce and Gary Jack, all that sort of guy. So it was um, great to be part of it, mate. Yeah, watching him for so many years, that to be part of it was was, was wonderful. How'd you approach it though? Because like you just mentioned, all these superstars all playing for Australia and New South Wales. Mm. Did it kind of were you pretty chill before a game? Or oh no, it's shit yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. But I was very, I was a really shy kid. I mean, I was in the coppers, but, yeah. mate, you know, just sort of in the in the playing group, mate. I was pretty low key. There's some A grade, uh, A grade baggers, mate. Blokes who could, you know, just very good <laughs> on the lip, mate. So I kind of, um, yeah, I, I just sort of, you know, stepped in the back. I sort of, you know, kept to myself and, you know, where you could. But, you know, unfortunately, I stood out a bit. So, uh, but uh, no, it's good, mate. The, you know, likes of Kerry Hensley and, as I said, you know, Johnny. Johnny Davidson and uh, a real good crew of bikes, mate. That was a fantastic environment. Just laugh, you know. It was laugh a minute, but um, you know they uh, when it came time to knuckle down and have a have a go, they did. You yeah, know, it was it was a you know, good side to play. Eighty six was a huge year, but for you, Kangaroo Tour. Yeah, you got a massive season. Yeah, did, mate. Yeah. How did you get the call up? Like for was it? Did they build you up kind of before the Kangaroo oh, Tour? No, not really, mate. No, no. I, I mean we made eighty six. I think we made a. Did we made the semis? Yeah. So yeah. I had a pretty good year, mate. I'd, I'd come into first grade and, you know, obviously, you know, handled it at AK and got rookie of the year, um, the Dell M. So, um, and then played AK in a couple of semifinals, mate. Yeah. And, and I was sort of touted as a, you know, maybe a smoky to go on the tour, but I, I never really thought, mate, I'd, I'd go. And, and uh, mate, when, yeah, when I, it, I got read out, mate, it was unbelievable. You know, there was four of us from Balone went and yeah. Wayne Pierce should have went too, but. Did his knee that year, um, but uh, mate went over and as a 21 year old, I probably didn't knuckle down it hard enough, mate. And, and, you know, going my first tour and you know was very social and yeah, you know as a lot of young bikes are, mate. But because um, what happens, you get put in like an emus or something. You well, if you're not, 
if you're on the test side, the yeah. test side, so you've virtually got two sides. Well, one who plays midweek, yep. who uh, will play the club sides, and your your, um, your test side plays at the test on the weekend and the and the harder game. You know, they play Wigan and St Helens, that sort of game. So, and I, I got the opportunity to, to start. You know, I, I got thrown in that, that, that starting seventeen. Mm. You know, when I first got there, but didn't make didn't make a most of it, mate. To be honest, I probably needed someone to. Wouldn't say mentor me, but I probably needed someone to pull me aside and say, "Look, you know, you're having a good time off the field, but yeah. you know, you've got to weigh it up. There's, there's got to be a bit of, you know, that." So I put a bit of weight on, mate, because I was enjoying life and you know, big buffet, pies. buffet breakfast and pork pies and pints <laughs> and uh, everything else that you do in England when it's cold and cold and wet. You don't want to go out, but um, yeah. So I, I didn't really knuckle down, mate. And I, you know, I learned. You know, four years later, I went back. I, I knew that there's a real balance, yeah. mate. And I had to work hard too, mate. But um, but no, it was a great learning curve, mate. That, that first that first tour. Who'd you room with? Eighty six. Yeah. Uh, Steve Folks. Yeah. Folksy. Again, rest his soul. Yeah. yeah he, uh, we only lost him this year, Folksy. But yeah. no, he was uh, pretty quiet. But he was. He was. Man, he was. He went over busted. He went over. Uh, it was funny that that drop. Wayne Pierce couldn't go because he stumbled. Stumbled at training, but uh, Folksy. Uh, Got through uh, with a crook groin and didn't play a great deal of footy over there. He was, yeah, he had a had a, had a really crook groin mate, for most of the time he was there. But uh, he was pretty pretty quiet, mate. Pretty quiet sort of mm. bloke. In fact, he was. He didn't. Um, didn't you were surprised how tough he was because you would have outweighed him by what twenty five kilos. Yeah, you know? probably, mate. But he, yeah, he just he could hit, mate. He had great yeah. timing, you know, great timing and, and all that sort of stuff. And he'd you know, battled hard and been in, you know been in great for for a few years and part of that. Uh, Dogs of War pack, you know, yeah. you'd say it that way, but but um, but no, I, yeah. So he, you know, he was. Um, I, I, I kind of knocked about with Les Davidson. We were you know young blokes and emus, mate. So myself and Bundy and a couple other blokes, mate. So we uh, we forged a good uh, friendship off the field, and, yeah, that sort of thing, mate. But um, no, it was um, just the, the atmosphere and the games are incredible, mate. It was just. Uh, it's a wonderful place to play footy club football. Yeah, yeah you know, but um, which I didn't do unfortunately. But you know, I mean, the crowds were um, very engaging and got in a bit of banter with them, mate, too. So um, it, was, it was wonderful. <laughs> so you and Gundy were good mates because I saw a, a clip on YouTube the other day. It was a Friday night, I think it's eighty-eight or eighty-nine, and he tries to fight you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's mate. You cross the white line. That's what happens, mate. And it was funny because I, I do remember. And I think it was 87, 87 it might have been, because I remember... It was SCG. Yeah, there was a bit of push and shove, and I thought, yeah. oh, well, we're, we're mates, and then all of a sudden there's a couple of fists start you know, flying, and I'm like, oh, shit, okay, we better get into it then. So, yeah, but that's just... Mate, a lot of blokes are like that, you know, they yeah. cross the white line to go on the field, and they get their blank stare, and that they play the play the jersey, not the not the bloke who's inside it, mate. So that's what... Uh, and, and he was a tough... Yeah, he was. You know, tough... No, no nonsense sort of bloke too, Bundy. Country Big boy. Time. Didn't say a great deal, mate. But, but uh, yeah, that's just one of those things, mate. So. Yeah. Guys, we hope you're enjoying the episode with Paul Sirenen. Last week on the show, we had a bit of a different feel. We went to NRL refereeing, and who better to get than the legend himself, Billy Harrigan. And here is a quick preview and Bill talks about his relationship with Gordon Tallis. How long did it take for you guys to reach that level where you're a good mate? Um, it wasn't until we retired. Um, while we were still both out there, we had some animosity and we had some problems. And one of them, from that state of origin, it went through to 2000, and I think it was 2003, 
where he was the captain of a test match against New Zealand over in Christchurch. He was the captain, he walked up for the toss, wouldn't shake hands with me, didn't look at me, wasn't interested in what I had to say. Um, yet Stacey Jones, on the other hand, shaking hands, and you know, Billy Neal was even looking at Gordy thinking, well, what's wrong with you? Uh, and then we went out into the game and there was animosity on the field between us. And he really got dirty and he went into a tackle to try and take the sting out on one of the Kiwi players and actually went in with a swing and arm and got Darren Lockyer and smacked Lockyer and knocked Lockyer into space. And I actually said to him, I went, ha, ah, you even got your own bloke. <laughs> and that was the banner going on between us. Yeah. Um, but we, we finished that all off in a brokered deal between Wayne Bennett, Gordy Tallis, myself, mm. and Dennis and um, Mick Stone. Yep. And it was arranged that he would fly down, get a cab to my mum and dad's place, mm. where I would meet him, and my mum and dad would host him for an afternoon tea. And we had a cup of tea and scones. And that's serious. Yeah, that's and what we changed it. Had that meeting and we discussed our differences. Yep. And that broke the deal with us to put everything behind us and move on. Well, we're still refereeing and still playing. Mm. Um, Does anyone know about this? They do now, but at the time, it was a dead set, no one knew. Yeah. And we kept it that way. We promised, shook yeah, hands on it, anything. that we would never say anything until we both had finished. So please, guys, go back and check out that episode. It's one not to be missed. If you're into your NRL, plenty of legends have come on the show, the likes of Paul Harrigan, Bradley Clyde, Andrew Weddinghausen, Brett Kenny. Monty Beetham, all current day players, guys like Jeremy Lattimore, Cameron Murray, Joel Thompson, Tim Grant. So please go back and check out the back catalogue with plenty of legends across all the different sports. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for free to the show. You can do that via iTunes or Apple Podcasts, the brand new app on Google, which is Google Podcasts, or you can also find it on Google Play, or Overcast, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, or just Log in online, www.talkingwithtk.com. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. 87, I told you about that game I was watching the other day. I'll have to send you the clip. But that three-try performance, mate, you set up two tries that day as well. Yeah. Were you thinking you would move to 5-8 after this? Or? <laughs> well, that, yeah, I remember that game. But, mate, I think CS had two or three in the bin, two in the bin, one sent off maybe. We had a couple in the bin at different times. I think you know, Bill Harrigan was just... Uh, he was probably just started uh, his career and wanted to stamp his authority mate. that's what, exactly what he said to being, being the yeah, I think he was in the TRG in the, the, those days too the terribly terribly rough guys yeah so um, but mate look, yeah look yeah so look I, I, you know, I mean it would have been nice I, I probably could have scored four mate but I, I do remember passing off to Kevin Harwick and you know he was a noted try scorer and little did I know if I yeah, knew now that you know it's very hard to score four tries in a first grade game. Like, <laughs> no, you well, I may have done it very much, yes, and uh, bad luck, Travis. Yeah, but uh, no, you put him over too, left to right. Yeah, yeah, put like, him yeah, over. yeah, yeah. So, um, but look, yeah, it was. You know, I, I, I kind of it's nice to score three, mate. But um, yeah, when you're playing eleven men, mate, it's it probably loses a bit of its gloss. But the records book very show nice. that yeah, the records show that I scored three, mate. So I'll, I'll take that. Exactly right. Yeah. Now, eighty-eight, you guys make the grand final. The run in, I think it was thirteen or fifteen. You last, you won. Yeah, and you came from fifth place. Playoff for fifth. Played all those semi-finals. What you uh, played, played four semi-finals. Uh, up. Did yeah. you have much juice going into the grand final? No, mate, we were busted. Yeah, yeah I, I, I remember it distinctly. Remember it. I, I, you know, by the time we get there, mate, and, and just to make the grand final, I think we knocked off some good sides going through. 
Manly, Canberra. Um, I think we beat... Sharkies, mate? Yeah, uh, 88. 88, no. You beat the Sharks, yes, you're right. We beat the Sharks 9-2, I think. Yeah. Yes, we did. 9-2 in the final. And uh, but by the time we got there, mate, we were busted. We yeah. were... We were I remember Dave Brooks was in hospital during the week before the game, and um, I remember I remember pulling a straining a calf during the week, even training oh, before the yeah. game, and just yeah, we we were pretty you know, pretty well busted up, and we lost Blocker too, mate. He got sent off. Yeah, he got sent off in the playoff, and, and, and tried to go to England to qualify. You know, the Keith Barnes sent him over there, but didn't quite eventuate, and you know, I mean. It would, to make the grand final, your Balmain had, had been sort of nowhere since '69, mate. Really, it was their first grand final since then. So, well, you're just making it the whole, mate, the whole uh, area, the whole district, you know, was was just pumped up, mate. It was fantastic, and the, you know, there was bloody poor prints painted all around, you know, Darling Street, Balmain, yeah, and I worked in worked in the coppers in Balmain too. So it was a real, yeah, the build up was fantastic, mate. But um, we we just come up short, mate, by. I think we were in the game till half time and yeah, they, they got us in the end, mate. We lost the Black Pearl. The Pearl got um head butted Terry Lamb's forearm, mate. Yeah. <laughs> did so, you see it? Yeah, I did. I did. I thought um oh he'll go for sure. Barr should have got sent off, but no, he didn't. So. What does Barr say to you about it till today? Do you talk about it or is it kind of a just, oh, just just on laughs, the field? He laughs about like, it, mate. He just yeah. says, Well, you know, I mean he went to whack him and got him high. He probably I don't know if it was intentional or not, probably not, but Got away with it, mate. So has he ever said sorry to Ellery? Um, I think they came together a couple of years ago, mate, for a, for a game. For a, and I, he, he might apologise, mate. But that's that's footy, mate. You know, I mean, these things happen. Yeah. yeah. Following you, you guys run pretty rampant. You're one of the best teams in the competition. Way different. You know, you guys got through really easily, pretty much in two games, mm. and then went straight to the grand final. Yeah. Was yeah. the feeling must have been way different to what it was in '88. Yeah, well, the like? expectation was there, mate. We'd been there before, and yeah. uh, you know, without the, uh, with the Sydney side, so um, we, we'd been, you know, we're pretty. Uh, we beat South in the major semi. I remember that South were the form Still side most of the year, yeah, the minor premiers. Yeah. So, and then we went out and watched the final, Canberra and South, and you know, Canberra put them to the sword. So we, we, we knew we were up for it, but I think we'd beaten Canberra during the season. Um, but did they fly under the radar into yeah, the Yeah, a little bit, mate. They did. They did, mate. But, uh, mate, what a, yeah, what a great side they turned out to be. You know, yeah. they had some of the players they had, mate. Yeah, they, yeah, I, I think we, we look at, look at that game and, you know, how many guys that played Origin. If you add it up now, how many Origins between, you know, 26 players that took the field and, and test matches and that sort of stuff, it, it's, Thousands. it's a mass, yeah. massive number, mate. Yeah, so there's a, a lot of talent on show, mate, and um, it wasn't to be, was it? You know, was just, it like uh, a fake game? Like when I was talking to Billy about it today, he just said like all these little things. Obviously, Benny, the big one's Benny hitting the crossbar. Yeah, McNeil ankle tap, ankle tap, uh, Gary Jack dropping that bomb. Yeah, Junior, you two getting subbed. Yeah, that's that's all part of it, mate. There's a there's a penalty there that changed the flow of the game, mate. And Billy, you know, Bruce McGuire tapped the ball forward. Yeah, same one. Mate, and to this day, I'm sure he got it wrong, mate. I've already put his arm up the wrong way. He, he won't admit it. No way. No, of course he won't. But uh, but Bruce Maguire, I mean, those days you can tap the ball forward. Yeah. And I think Steve Walls was retreating or the marker. Bruce sort of pushed him to, you know, play on. He blew the penalty against Bruce Maguire. So, yeah, I remember it. Yeah, and, and mate, we, we, 
as a result, mate, not you know, you know Canberra got the ball and pressed our line, and you know, not not that long after, you know, Chica Ferguson crashes over and. Mm. She's all levelled up, mate. Well, block was off by then, and I got replaced. When Chica scored, I got replaced behind the try line. And in hindsight, I think Warren, Warren had his time again. He might have stopped that, but you know, who's to say? You know, yeah. Who's to know, mate? It was, it was probably in a state of shock like everyone else. Given all the momentum changes and all the mm. different little things we just talked about, do you think that's the reason why people consider that the best grand final? The re- like... There was just so much happening. Oh, like mate, all these yeah, chapters. Well, yeah, some of the tries that were scored too, mate. Like, yeah. like, you scored one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. One. Yeah, well, that's, no, you know, I, I wasn't noted for backing up either, let me tell you. So I just, it's funny how things, you know, you, you can, I don't know, I, I don't want to sound like a wanker, but, you know, you could see, or, or, I recall that you could just see things playing out, you know, starting to happen. A lot of, shit, I better, you know, just keep hanging in there and hanging in there mm. and, Bounce of the ball, Jimmy Grant tiptoeing down the sideline and yeah. pass back inside. Then he could have hit, could have hit McNeil, but then you know, select, you know, selected myself. I, I, I'm pretty sure of the ball of him. And then you know, the, the 70 metre charge of the, well, it wasn't 70 metres, mate. It was 80. About 20, uh, 25 <laughs> metre, yeah, charge of the try line, mate. And you know, it, it's funny to have your probably one of the greatest moments of your career. They're one of the greatest moments and one of the worst moments. Fifty minutes later, yeah. sixty minutes later, it's it's uh, in the same game. That's what, that's how it turned out. You know, over a thirteen-year career, that's what happened. So, yeah, one of those things. Have you watched either? Either Grand Final? Have you watched? Yeah, yeah I have. Yeah, now, okay. I have. Now, mate. Yeah. I, you get them on that Fox Classic Games, mate. And how many years yeah. did it take you to kind of oh, want to watch it? A few years, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we'd won out the first half. You know, we kept watching that, but didn't want to watch that second half. No, mate. Definitely uh, not. Didn't. Uh, didn't didn't really worry me to be honest mate so I knew the result but nah, it was footy mate you know you still got yeah. you know and it, it, as much as it hurt you know we still got two arms and two legs and healthy right. mate and you know and it was great to be part of that, one of the greatest grand finals of all time and you know they'll still be talking about it and you know it's nearly 30 years now yeah, absolutely so you know they'll, they'll, they'll still talk about it in another, another 30 probably definitely Ciro that white headband that you used to wear Mm. What's the what's the story behind that? <laughs> just we used to push in scrums, mate. That's that's the, the thing. Yeah, I mean a lot of blokes used to wear them because you you get cauliflower ears, you know. Yeah. yeah so why? Yeah. Uh, so there's a fresh one every time, right? Oh yeah, just a bit of tape, mate. Yeah, tape around tape. the ears, hold yeah. them down, mate. You you you're packing a scrum, and you, if you had to stick your head up blocker's ass every time, mate, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be packing your, you know, you'd be taking the ears down too, mate. So we, as I said, pushed in scrums, and I, I got uh, I got a. A bit of a colleague flower ear early in my career, and where a scrum sort of packed it, and my ear got ripped and all that shit. So I joined, you know, Wayne Pierce and Benny, and put the headband on, mate. So white was my colour, virginal. So yeah, that was me. Yeah, retirement <laughs> now. You know, your last game. I'm trying to think about it. Did you ever kick a goal to end your game? I did. Yeah, I had a shot for goal, mate. Hit it beautifully. Hit it sweetly in the mud. I thought I remember. Forty this. out, mate, and it shaved the upright, but. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. But I'll yeah, 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 well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't kick too bad, mate. I, 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 in the Fed Inkin department before training a few times. If you remember, Ross Conlon was a yeah. bloody good goal kicker, and I, know I, I had a couple of kickoffs with him you know, before, before training. Yeah, and just, mate, I, I beat him a couple of times. You know, from the sideline and forty out. You know, and used to hit him all right. But you know, in the, when it comes down to a game, when the pressure's on, I yeah, I'd probably shoot myself, but. But uh, but no, I, I you know I used to 
booting the footy around like most young blokes do and fancy yourself as a kicker. Yeah. Okay, a couple of wrap things up, Zero. Who was a leader that you admired and why? Leaders? A leader. Oh, mate, probably a skipper, mate. Wayne, Wayne Pierce was... Mm. He, he set the benchmark, mate. He, he was just a, he was a guy who um, turned the game into you know, a lot more professional with the way he approached the game, his preparation... Um, Everything he did, mate, his training, how hard he trained, and that he, he was a bloke who sort of led the way for the, the change in the game. Yeah. So I went from amateur three nights a week, you know, a couple of games to touch and a few beers to into what, you know, what we know that game is now. Yeah. Did you have a rival that you always lifted from? Oh, mate, there's a few blokes, I, I, you know, I mean, there, there, there's plenty of blokes that I respected, mate. I mean, there was a couple of sides. I don't think I ever won a game at Brookvale. I don't think I ever won a game. You at, never. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I won a game at Penrith Park either. Freddie. So, yeah, yeah. Freddie. Well, that's well, you know, even you know, yeah. Well, Freddie was only a young bloke. You know, when he came in '89, he, he debuted. But yeah, they were just grounds. I don't know what it was, mate. But just um, and they were good sides. Obviously, Manly and Penrith. You know, coming through the late '80s and '90s and. You know, by the time we got into the nineties, you know, the poor old Balmain were a bit, you know, a lot, a lot, lot weaker side than we were in the eighties. You know, we hadn't really planned for planned much ahead, but um, yeah, but there was, you know, I mean, there was, there was a couple of grounds I hated going to, and that's two of them. Hated grounds, favourite grounds. Now, favourite grounds, apart from Leichhardt, obviously, it's one of the best ever. But yeah. where else did you like to play? Um, football stadium. I didn't mind playing there. Yeah, yeah we, and that. That started '88, obviously. With, with the, the SCG was prior to '88, '86, '87 when I first started with SCG games. The SCG was wonderful. The history in the ground, but uh, footy stadium I, I enjoyed, mate. Lang Park, we had a bit of success there against the Broncos early on. Yeah, a bit later one. on. Yeah. Bit, yeah, a bit later on, and, and the state of origin, obviously. But uh, a bit later on, uh, wasn't uh, wasn't much of a place to go to. But um, yeah, yeah, there are a couple of grounds. Yeah, take me back to the '80s. If you were to Take a seat or a hill position on Leichhardt Oval. Where are you sitting? Oh, mate, probably near the bar, mate. Near the bar, <laughs> five, five or ten down there from in front of the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that's a pretty comfortable position. Awesome. Well, Sarah, I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast, mate. It's been great, and all the best for Star of Origin Three and to your young blokes as well. All the best for that one as well. Good on you, mate. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate. It. And that, guys, was Ciro. Thanks for listening to the interview. If you really enjoyed it, please share it with your family and friends. Please connect with me on my social medias. I'm at Talking with TK across my Twitter or my Facebook. Or you'll find me on Instagram at Tristan Nell, Tristan Cannell on my personal Facebook or my LinkedIn. Please send in any guest requests to Tristan at TalkingWithTK.com or any suggestions for the show. I'd love to hear from you. And we'll have a yarn. You can also find everything online at www.talkingwithtk.com. So don't miss an episode. There's plenty of NRL, rugby, tennis legends. You name any sport, we've had some legends or some current champions on the show. So please go back and check out the back catalogue. Next week on the show, we'll be going Paralympic Games. Matt Levy, he's an awesome swimmer. He's been to four Paralympic Games. He's got quite the incredible story, so I'm really, really grateful for Matt coming on the show and sharing his story. So please be on the lookout for that one. We're nearly up to 100. We've recorded with Rick Charlesworth as well, who is the Hockey Roos legendary coach. We've got some NRL boys coming on, and I won't spoil who the 100th episode is yet, but it is going to be a ripper. 
So guys, check it out. Don't be on the lookout for all the upcoming episodes. Please get in touch. But for the meantime, I'm Tristan Cannell, and this was Talking With TK. Talking With TK.